Hello and welcome to Author to Author. I am your host Jasveer, and today I am back with Shovik Panerji. Shovik is the author of Seven Sundays, and he is also a ghostwriter. We are going to talk about that a lot today because I'm really curious about ghostwriting. Apart from this, uh, he writes on his blog shovikpanerji.com and his professional profile at. craftmypage.com you can search for shovik uh, on google and linkedin shovik welcome to the podcast thank you so much jashveer it's a pleasure to be here thank you so much for taking time out to be with us shovik uh, shovik to start with uh, tell our listeners something something about your life something that i have not introduced okay so uh till 2015 i was doing something entirely different from what i'm doing now so i was working as a phd student in one of the labs in india so i have a background in genetics i have a masters degree as actually i have published papers as well and so i was basically dissecting mice i was studying genes i was doing molecular genetics so currently you hear a lot about pcr it's a like rt pcr test for covid right So PCR is something that once upon a time I did on regular basis. So that was my bread and butter basically. So uh, then in 2015 when I joined my PhD program, I suddenly felt that this is not right for me. I mean this uh, career that I've chosen. Uh, so it's not it's not suiting me. So I was a bit depressed at that time, and then I decided to turn my attention towards writing. So it's something that I've always enjoyed doing. Uh, since childhood and uh, well into my uh, graduation days and everything i was uh, always writing but i never took it up seriously so in 2015 i decided to take the plunge and then i started content writing i started freelancing uh, so far it has been uh, a sort of roller coaster ride you can say uh, because mm-hmm. freelancing is not easy you have to uh, sort of start from scratch you have to uh, sort of uh, face a lot of difficulties and of course there is success as well uh, but there's, there's a lot to learn actually and then in 2018 i wrote my book seven sandings uh so i always wanted to write a book and then uh, in 2018 it uh, finally happened uh, and so then i decided that uh, this is something i enjoy writing full length books so then i started searching on the internet and and i realized that ghost writing is a thing i did not know that uh, so it's it's people who author books for others and then it it made so much sense because you see books by Saurav Ganguly Sachin Tendulkar or even Donald Trump or uh, people like people, uh, like them uh, politicians cricketers celebrities they don't write their books i mean because they're not writers because i have written a book and i know how difficult it can be it's it's, it's really tough i mean you have to spend hours uh, you have to brainstorm you have to gather all the data in one place so mm-hmm. i realized uh, then i realized that these people always hire ghost writers it's people who are experts at uh, writing books and so these people have tie ups with uh, publishing industries and agents as well and so i realized this is something i can do and then i started doing and slowly well uh, i got a few projects and uh, it is it has been really good so far it's uh, i i'm enjoying it Right. So, from uh, you know uh, your field to content writing, how's the experience been so far? Are you still looking to go back to your field, or uh, you're going to stick to writing full time? Uh, no, not at all. 
because uh, when i when i quit i had quit for good so i don't want to go back to that uh, because i never really enjoyed uh, science i mean uh, so the thing is when you're brought up in a typical middle class family so you're always taught that there are three four fields that you should choose from you know it's either engineering or mba or you know some uh, medical line or something like that maybe lawyer but people don't really talk about writing as a career so of course freelancing did not exist at that time uh, i mean it did exist but it wasn't as popular as it is now uh, so there's no point talking about that but there is there is so many fields right uh, yeah. people can even study literature and become good editors they can become writers but uh, you know middle class people uh, they don't really want to explore these spaces and so uh, these things even i never asked myself that you know i could do this because uh, nowadays i think that if someone had uh, told me to look for an alternate career i would have definitely chosen literature i would have loved to study literature english literature and then maybe do you know just it's very easy uh, to say these things in hindsight because i have faced all these difficulties and because i'm enjoying writing now uh it is easy to say that yes uh, i would have probably taken up literature but anyways uh whatever has happened it's been good so far and uh, uh no i won't be going back to it i will be sticking to content right okay wonderful and uh, you know something you've rightly said over here freelancing is not considered as a as a kind of a career over here if you tell anybody a typical middle class family that you are doing freelancing they would probably ask you a question so what's the name of the company that you are working for so till the time you know your career is not related to a company it's not considered a career 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 and freelancing is very unpredictable today you might be working for one company or one person or tomorrow you might be working for somebody else and probably that is still not been accepted in middle class indian family as as a career Yeah, uh, I, and I think that's that's kind of uh, uh, changing now. I hope. Oh, absolutely! I mean, COVID has shown everyone that you all you need is a computer, internet connection, and some good ideas. That's it. I mean, uh, if you look at uh, if you look at statistics, then uh, the number of freelancing shot up in two thousand twenty. So that is because people were looking for jobs. I mean, things were shutting down. Even businesses were closing down. So mm-hmm. where would people go to? I mean. uh those who those who had you know those who had jobs those who were getting uh, like a monthly income they were very lucky i mean i i, I always say that to people i to my friends you know you guys are lucky because uh, you were still getting paid in this time so but things have changed people have realized that yes freelancing is a thing now so yeah that yeah i think that's the bright side of covid uh, freelancing started working and corporates have realized the importance of working from home because their businesses continue to flourish their employees were working from home and and it's working right it's working for everyone freelancers are getting work from home you don't need an office if you have a computer and an internet connection you rightly said you can start a business from home if your idea is niche so uh, let's quickly talk about seven sundays uh, what is the book about uh, yeah so it's a self help book so it's basically about uh, how failures are important in our lives so uh, in 2018 uh, it was a sort of uh, eye opener for me 
in that period i was going through a tremendous stress and like uh, i was uh, feeling very weighed down by certain failures in my life because uh, i had applied for uh, a script writing job so this was it was actually a contest and then i was sure that i would uh, get through but uh, yeah it was my overconfidence and uh, so when that did not happen like i felt really bad i felt that uh, so what next and uh, so suddenly i had this idea about uh, writing a book i had this idea about uh, i had this vision about a boy climbing a hill towards an imaginary castle uh, you know it's sort of like his goal but uh, as he keeps climbing he realizes that uh, this is a tough journey so this is the thing about life i mean uh, sometimes we think that uh, we have a goal and uh, we start walking and then we realize uh, well this is tough it's getting tougher by the minute so this happens with all of us and so yeah that's that's how i got the idea from right yeah. seven sundays is available online on amazon in ebook and paperback grab your copies now i'm sure the review has been really great for seven sundays oh yes absolutely i mean people have been surprised actually so when they they said that the cover does not do justice to the book inside they start mm-hmm. reading a few pages and then that like they pulled in <laughs> so that was <laughs> biggest compliment for me i was like okay thank you <laughs> i think don't judge a book by its cover is what you proven <laughs> right shovik so uh, what does writing mean to you i mean you've changed your career completely you know from a technical field from science background to something which is completely non technical completely out of the box uh, completely unconventional when it comes to indian values and beliefs so what does writing mean to you so uh, the thing is i have always been a writer this i i said this before also mm-hmm. uh the thing is i just never realized it you know some people uh they need to vent out everything through a creative process uh, other people have other means uh so for me uh, it has been writing and so what does writing mean to me well i would say it's it's everything i mean uh, these days whenever i think of something i always think about it in terms of words in terms of writing so it's like always me uh, describing things so whenever i'm traveling or whenever i'm speaking so i am uh, focusing on the uh, finer aspects you could say uh, so i look at how that person is speaking or how they are behaving there are certain subtle small changes that other people want notice but i do and i think writing has given me that and it has been wonderful i mean looking at life uh, uh through these small 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 things so uh i would say writing has really uh, opened my eyes to a whole new world and it has made me more empathetic it has made me more kind it has made me realize that there are different kind of people and they go through different kind of situations in their life so uh we must never judge them uh, too harshly and the only thing we need to know is we need to know the story so each each person has a story and so uh, that is what i think i look for and that is what writing has given yeah i think that power of observation that a writer has 
it's it's fantastic you know and uh, converting everyday observation into stories is a real gift Uh, so and it's so, fun too. Oh. it's fun it's fun observing people and using them as your characters in your stories yeah. uh, so shovik uh, you said that you've been writing you know for a long time even as a child you used to write but now that you are a published author you know uh, tell us what was your inspiration earlier for writing and has it somehow changed now that you've become a published author uh so no i still write with the same enthusiasm i used to do earlier so i uh, i'll give you certain incidents of how uh, how i wrote uh, so i remember i was in i think the fourth standard when i first wrote something uh, so uh, there is this famous detective in uh, bengali known as feluda okay and, uh, nowadays i think he has become popularized uh, in other languages as well uh, people have translated his works this is by it's a character by shatishit re and so uh, there used to be a series feluda uh, 30 so uh, there was there was a story and i remember i saw that story and i loved it so much that i created a detective character of my own and basically plagiarized the whole entire thing but uh, the character was different it was more like sherlock holmes and this and, was when uh, you were 4 years old Uh, no i was in i think i was in my fourth stand i was 8 fourth years old standard. i was in my fourth, fourth standard yes, I was, yeah i was 8 years old so that is one incident that has stayed with me for a long time and then there was i i remember there was one teacher like he used to uh, beat students a lot you know and he was i think for one year he was our english teacher and uh, uh, he had told us to write a letter and so i had not written anything and so suddenly he picked me up in the classroom i said okay read your letter i want to hear what you have written and so i read from a completely blank page you know i started saying whatever came into my mind i just started saying it and so oh. uh, and so now I, now i realize that uh, how was i able to do it it's because like i i love creativity i have always loved creativity so then in um, in the 11th and 12th standard i was listening to music a lot and so i started writing a bit of poetry a bit of music so this is this is how it developed actually okay yeah. okay well, you know uh, that's the true mark of a storyteller when you read out of blank pages and i yeah. think as a kid if you were able to do it i am sure you've been exceptional as a storyteller even to date Uh, so we we are glad that you've actually changed your career and moved into uh, story writing <laughs> yeah me too. yeah me too. shovik so you said that you had once entered into a contest for screen writing so tell us how uh, you know difficult or rather different is screen writing from um, uh, let's say book writing okay uh, so i have not been in that uh, uh, sort of group uh, of screen writers but from what i have heard it's more challenging uh, book writing is usually you do it at your own pace unless of course uh, uh, you know you have been hired to write a book so if you are writing your own book then obviously you can pace it so people write spend four years five years six years even 10 years to write a book and no one is really pushing them to do it uh, but in screen writing it's very quick you know it's like you have to brainstorm you have to create characters so i think it's really tough screen writing is really tough hmm okay and have you done any kind of course for that have you learned it from somewhere oh no nothing oh okay nothing nothing so you knew you could do it and you are doing it 
Oh, absolutely. I I went into the finals. I remember. So uh, it's because, as I said, like I love writing. So when those challenges were given to me, I realized that this is something that I can do. And uh, in fact, I was able to do it. But then when I went for the uh, finals, I realized that uh, this is tough. I mean, it's like they'll teach you something within like one hour or two hour or something like that, uh, and then. Uh, in in the next day you have to go and you have to sort of implement that in your writing so that is very challenging that environment so, super super yeah. right let's talk about the uh, the topic at hand ghost writing you know i uh, i'm sure the listeners are also raring to go for uh, you know waiting to listen about ghost writing so how does it work you know how do you approach people uh, let's quickly talk about the whole ghost writing uh, you know concept Uh, so uh, the easiest way to do it is of course uh, going on job booths like uh, a freelancer or upwork so i i've got a lot of clients from upwork uh, then there's fiverr and uh, sometimes i connect with people on linkedin but the important part is to build your portfolio so that people can find you right so you need to uh, sort of uh, maybe work at a lesser wage Uh, for the first couple of projects build your credibility uh, there are certain self publishing companies that uh, hire ghost writers so you can always join them well of course you have to search for them you have to see who is hiring so that is a good place to start and uh, once you do that then of course uh, then you have to sign an mfa uh, sorry nda and an agreement that uh, you want to share these things and uh you know the the, the basic things like uh, whatever will be shared with you will be kept secret and of course uh, your name won't go on the book as a ghost writer you will be working from the shadows so yeah that is basically how you do it i mean uh, you can search for it online so a lot of companies are ghost so okay Yeah. you know that is the part i'm curious about because i've written somebody else's story it's a biography it's called shahensha the story of shreniksha so it's the story of shreniksha and it's pretty clear that it's not written by shreniksha it's written by me so that's not ghost writing right so what i wanted to talk about is when it when you talk about the nda that you've signed this means that you can practically not name the book or the person that you've uh, that you've written the book for in the in, in any public forum right mm-hmm. you cannot right. so yep. so how is it that you pitch your work that's what i'm curious about you know so somebody says that oh so you've written 12 go- uh, stories for other people uh, mm-hmm. so, but you can't share the name right yeah so oh. uh, i think yeah so the thing is uh, the the Uh, one way to do this is by asking your clients directly okay so when you are signing the nda you can tell your clients see look uh, can i get a few samples from this uh, book so that i can show it to people uh, so that uh, you know i can get more clients in future of course your name won't be taken and uh, i won't tell people that i have written this book for you but i'd like to take a couple of pages which i feel are really good which sort of okay. reflect my writing style and i can i want to give that out as sample so sometimes clients agree to that they say okay fine uh, we don't have a problem with that uh, so you can take like five or six pages and then you can show it to other clients uh, 
that is one way uh, the second way of doing it is by telling the clients that you can uh, sort of mention my name in the uh, you know the thank you note uh, that you're writing uh so there you can say that uh, so i have taken uh, this person has helped me in writing the book and so then i can show it to people okay so because you see ghost writing uh, even though writers ghost writers are writing it for something else it's not really a big secret in the writing world because uh, i remember uh, gary venachak he i think he publicly said that he had used a ghost writer for a certain and honestly people were not shocked or surprised because a lot of people do that mm-hmm. all the time so yeah I mean, so especially so, celebrities yeah. yeah especially celebrities absolutely right they do it okay. all the time so uh, uh, let's forget ghost writing for a moment and and talk about the most difficult part of writing process for you Uh, okay so uh, the most difficult part i would say is uh, sometimes uh, clients you know they have this unrealistic expectations from you because most people they don't understand what uh, ghost writing means so i remember i was once uh, writing i was working on a book for someone and we created an entire structure and everything we started working and then suddenly uh, along the way the client says that no i don't want this i want something else entirely different and uh, the thing is i had to comply because i had not mentioned about that in the agreement which i should have done there was a lesson for me uh, so clients sometimes think that uh, ghost writing is you know i'll just hire this person and i'll tell them that i want a book and i'll get a book it doesn't happen that way because uh, if i have to write a book i'll write my own book clients usually they have their own material they have some written material or they have audios or they have uh, scribbles or they have images something i need something to work with uh, we are like tailors right <laughs> we are stitching stitching words sentences and paragraphs into a pattern but the thing is everything has to come from the client right the raw material has to be supplied to us then we'll be able to work yeah right so this is something that sometimes clients fail to understand and i think for me this is the most difficult part otherwise if i have the material i'll be able to write it it's not a problem true true uh, you need an input to give a you know opt uh, or apt output otherwise uh, yeah, you know that, if you don't get the input from the client then it's just your imagination yeah absolutely then it becomes my book you know then, <laughs> then it becomes your book yeah Yeah, then why would I give it to you? I mean, <laughs> right. truly fascinating. I mean, ghost writing. I would like to explore that myself someday. <laughs> right. So, Shavik, uh, describe your writing process for us. So, what is your writing process like? So, uh, the first part of writing process is when uh, people, when uh, let, let's suppose that all the documents have been signed, everything. So, the retainer has been paid, and so. Uh, uh, the client supplies me with all the raw material so what i do is i usually go through the entire thing just to get uh, an idea of what the client is looking for and then i start creating the structure the structure is i think the most important part so we go back and forth we have interviews and then i sort of keep asking the client that what are the things that you want it's uh, 
you can say this is like a mind map so we create mm-hmm. a mind map and we sort of uh, talk about the we we break down the book completely we break it down into its smallest parts and then we inspect those parts and then uh, we sort of come to an agreement once we have agreed that okay this is the structure this is what we want then i start the writing process then it becomes easier because then there is a road map for me. so yeah so right. and then uh, once once that has been done sometimes uh, most of the times uh, there'll be research involved uh, so sometimes it comes from the client or sometimes i have to do it on my own but that is workable that is mm-hmm. not a problem because i was in the research field so i know that you have to go through lot of uh, like documents and you have to spend hours reading uh, material and you have to go back and forth a lot uh, so that is something that i'm used to so i actually like doing research right so, so somehow your field is still connected with you absolutely, or yeah. or at least a part of it right i think that is that is uh, the best thing that uh, science has given this uh, you know this uh, thirst for doing research yeah so the actual really like for that. research yeah so it's yeah. been there yeah yeah wonderful and and uh, shovik let's talk about uh, this was about ghost writing right the process for your ghost writing uh, projects what about when you're writing for your own projects for you when shovik yeah. is writing for shovik so <laughs> how's the process uh, it, like so my process is basically all over the place you know <laughs> like I, i i'm not a dan brown or jk rolling or stephen king i mean these people they have certain uh, process you know these people have uh, routine so uh, dan brown wakes up at i think 4 am and then he starts writing uh, so stephen king writes i think seven pages every day without fail so i have nothing like that it's basically my my laptop my computer is open all the time and there's a word document open uh, and uh, so i'm just kind of thinking about it i'm just sort of like playing it in my mind so procrastination is a huge thing for writers you know writers because the writing part itself doesn't take much time so let's say i'm writing a short story uh, of around 1500 2000 words 2000 words i can write in let's say uh, uh, 3 or 4 hours maybe 5 hours uh, a top so the writing is not difficult but uh, sort of um, getting everything in one place getting that idea uh, writing what i want to write that is the most difficult part so there's a lot of thinking involved in that so i think uh, for me it, it's i always keep thinking about that uh, writing once once it's clear in my head uh, it becomes easy Mm-hmm. So, and and are there uh, certain things that you need in your writing space so that your writing process works smoothly? Uh, the one thing that I need is a window. I mean, where I sit, there is a window. So wherever I go, I need a window because I can't work without a window. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> I feel I I have claustrophobia. Uh, I don't like uh, small closed spaces. so actually i don't mind small close spaces if there is a window there so that i can look outside uh um, yeah. you know um, yeah so that is just one demand that i have otherwise there is nothing there's nothing else i don't have anything else 
Okay. And how often do you write? I mean, do you have a, a, a job that pays you and writing is kind of part-time or writing is all that you do all the time? Yeah, basically writing is all that I do. Uh, so right now I'm trying to establish my company. So I've been uh, dabbling with the idea of a content management digital marketing company. So I'm sort of getting everything in one place, uh, looking for people, sort of trying to build my team and everything. That is what I'm doing uh, right now. Uh, of course, my ghostwriting clients are there, so they pay well. Uh, apart from that, uh, yeah, basically I write all day. Yeah, I know it can be very, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, what should I say? It can be quite uh, tough at times, but uh, I enjoy the process. I like it. I think that's dream come true to write all day and do nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then again, you need money, you know. I mean, yeah. uh, we. I'll I'll say this, and I'm not ashamed of saying this. The only reason that I'm working that I'm working for money is because I need it. Uh, if someone pays me a million dollars right now, I'll quit everything and I'll just write. No, there's no. I think shame in saying that. That's the way we live. We have to eat. Yeah, and I mean, to eat, you need I, money. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, they love doing a day job, you know, they love this uh, daily grind. They want to go at work and they sort of want to feel productive. I think like if, if you get that money, if uh, if you have financial security, then sit and do what you want. <laughs> yeah, my thing is that uh, I'm just doing it for financial security. I mean, whatever, whenever I'm planning uh, to build a company or something like that, uh, it's because I want financial security in my life. So in the next uh, seven, ten years, so I really want to take it to a good place. Uh, I want to sort of engage people, and then I just want to get out from it. Hmm. You know? True, true. You know yeah. that that uh, that uh, sort of differentiation between uh, or comparison between passion and profession. I, I find it really stupid. Then what good is that passion? So my passion is mountaineering, but mountaineering does not pay you in India. So you have to pay a lot of money for mountaineering. You have to pay. Majority of my health and safety trainers are mountaineers or were mountaineers when I was in India. And uh, they were doing health and safety training to earn their bread and butter. Mountaineering did not yeah. pay them. So I, I think that whole concept of profession versus uh, passion is kind of a stupid. If your passion pays you, follow it. If it doesn't, follow something else and uh, keep doing your passion side by side. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, recently I posted something on LinkedIn about C.V. Raman. Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, like he was a genius, obviously. And so by 19, he was done with his masters, you know, and like, uh, he could have, he should have joined a lab, but then his family was in debt. And so for 10 years, he worked a government job and he yeah. did not regret. That. He said that, uh, so whatever is in front of you, you should do that dedicatedly. Yeah. Right. So that is, that is how you reach success. And exactly. that is a wonderful thing. That is a wonderful thing. So it's, it's so true in today's world. Your passion is not going to pay boss. <laughs> it's not going to pay for you. If it does, you are lucky. You're lucky. That's, that's True. Yeah, you're lucky. Till then, keep grinding. Have a day job. Hustle on the side. Like keep moving forward. And trust me, Shovik, cheers to writing as a profession. I uh, 
uh, you know someday would love to write, write full time uh, and not do anything else hopefully i would be able to achieve that soon that's my aim yeah. but you know the example that you shared uh, about cv raman uh, closer to home my dad god bless his soul he's no more there but he worked in a government job for 30 years but business was his passion so the moment he got out of uh, the job when he retired he invested his entire saving into business right he had been doing but i had never seen him complain or crib about the job he enjoyed it for 30 years more than 30 years yeah, when he was in government job so yeah as yeah. long as your passion pays follow it if it doesn't then your passion must be part time and something else that pays for everything else your food your house you know the life that you're living is your profession and and we should not regret about it i think uh, yeah, truly uh, so uh, tell our listeners about your future projects what are you working on so uh, right now i am working on one uh, non fiction book that is a business book um so he is right now conducting a lot of interviews with um, many uh, uh, sort of organizers a lot of thought leaders and uh, ceos and businessmen managers so i'm waiting for that material uh, so it is really going to be good uh, that uh, book i mean the idea that we are working on it's very interesting very very interesting idea so and then i have a couple of other works in the pipeline uh, so the uh, the authors like they have showed interest uh, i'm just waiting for a call back from them so they don't stay in india one person stays in australia uh, so he's writing an autobiography so that is also going to be nice because autobiographies are always good you know you get to know so much about the person and you sort of sort of live that person's life and that is something i enjoy writing about autobiography memoir Uh, so that is one project there is another project about that is also semi autobiographical that is also a pipeline so he has not confirmed so i'm waiting for that too so yeah these are what i'm working on and there are a couple of others so people have shown interest but hopefully they'll contact me so yeah so, uh, right wish you all the best yeah wish you all the yeah. best for all your future projects and you've uh, actually you've actually named uh, three authors during our conversation jk rolling and to others who are you know other authors that you follow sort of read what does shovik read when he is not writing oh okay that that's tough because i read uh, different kinds of authors and uh, some of them have been so amazing so there was one phase when i was only reading science fiction and so bradbury orwell uh, philip k dick uh, kurt vonnegut is all some i i love their works especially ray bradbury one of my favorite authors of course orwell is there um then but then i also read a lot of uh, uh literary fiction so amitabh ghosh is my favorite of he writes historical fiction adhir mm-hmm. anandu tiroi sapan rashti i'm a huge fan of rashti i'm a fan of orhan pamuk uh, olga takarshuk these are some of the authors that i have discovered recently then uh, kazu ishiguro uh, so i love their works I, in at home uh, tagore and satyajit ray vibhushan so sharadindu bandopadhyay all of their work i love 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 their work and i my second language was hindi so uh, premchand i love premchand so i have read nirmala in godan gaban i've read this so 
those customer things that I like. So you have I no idea. Yeah. Sorry. You have no idea how glad I am uh, hearing Indian authors because most authors I have interviewed only follow uh, you know English authors but it's so good to hear in Indian authors. I love I love Indian authors because it feels at home, you know. It feels yeah. like yeah, this is this is like disaster. So yeah, absolutely. Then there's Arkanaran. Arkanaran is I adore Arkanaran. Yeah. So yeah. Ruskin Bond How can I miss Ruskin? I love Ruskin. <laughs> I think Bengal has a very colorful history of literature. Probably uh, more Bengali authors are known worldwide than any other sort of uh, state in India. So Bengal has produced some fantastic literary geniuses. You have made oh, yeah. Arundhati Roy, then Satyajit Ray, sort of in the genes, uh, and and uh, you know Sabarna Roy. Uh, recent Sabarna, yeah. in in uh, modern literature i think sabarna is uh, doing great work i love his work yeah. i've interviewed him personally uh, for a for a channel called solitaire so he's an amazing guy i've actually interacted with him so his recent book uh, mosaic uh, i think uh, it's breaking all records so uh, he's he's doing really good work over there so that's yeah, what i, I mean yeah i know? read i read one of his books i mean it was poetry Yeah. Uh, so I really liked it. I mean, it's it's something different. So I enjoyed exactly. one of his work. Wonderful. So finally, uh, Shovik, what is that one message that you would like to give young and aspiring authors who are willing to explore uh, the avenues of, let's say, ghost writing or writing in general? The thing is, uh, keep reading. That's one thing. I mean, uh, see, when I started out writing, you know, I. never had a mentor even i did not have friends who were interested in writing who were from this world i did not have people uh, did not know anyone in the publishing industry did not know anyone who was a writer there was this one guy he had written and uh, some of his work to publish but he was not a writer writer he just did that and then uh, sort of stopped it so otherwise i never knew anyone so then i realized that uh, i don't need anyone because i have the internet you know i mean you don't really uh, need anyone's support i mean if you get that then it's fantastic it's wonderful but if you don't have anyone then there are tons of material on the internet people are have written beautiful blogs uh, there are a lot of videos like keep following this one happened uh, overnight so you have to keep doing it you have to keep pushing forward and uh, if you're really passionate about it you are ready to go through that hard work and at the uh, end of the day uh, you learn a lot about the writing industry writing in general and of course the most important part you have to keep writing i mean you can't be afraid of what you've written so uh, sometimes maybe uh, you you've written something and uh, you'll feel that okay this is shit uh, this is not good but then you know all of us we have felt the same way uh, so when we start writing it's it's never good but then gradually we keep doing it we keep working on that we keep uh, writing uh, first like 50 words then 100 then 500 then 1000 it keeps increasing and then we learn so my only message is yeah keep 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 pushing forward keep learning keep reading keep writing yeah true i think uh, uh, that's a wonderful suggestion because there is nothing that can't be achieved 
or rather cannot be achieved uh, with research if you know how to do research online and there are tons of resources you do not find any help from a person or an individual do your research online there are so many resources available and remember something that i keep telling you know that is the benefit of working from home the dog is barking in the background that will come in the recording <laughs> but uh, yeah that's the side effects of working from home but yeah you know publishing and writing in general is a very slow process you require a lot of patience so don't lose your patience if it doesn't work for you keep trying like yeah. shovik said keep moving and keep innovating if something doesn't work find another way there are tons of resources and read 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 if you want to be a writer read and start reading now right absolutely right absolutely. guys that was shovik uh banerji for you he talked about ghost writing and i'm sure uh, that was quite enlightening you've learned a lot about ghost writing shovik thank you so much for taking time out to talk to us it was uh, really a wonderful conversation thank you jasvi for having me on your podcast uh, this was this was great thank you shovik and guys uh, i will be back with another episode uh, shortly Uh, till that time thank you so much for taking time out have a good day and take care